Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Thank you for this time. Speak to us. Open our eyes to see. Let us see. Let us hear. It's a gift you've given to us. We want to hear. We want to see. We want to be transformed. Let your spirit of God move among us this morning. Even as you speak to us. In Jesus' mighty name. Somebody said amen. Beautiful. You may be seated, please. First Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 1. You're welcome to the Good Shepherd experience. First Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 1. Forever of my days. Let a man account of us. Let a man so account of us as ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. We've been talking about laws of loyalty. And um, we're saying that before you even look at it is moreover it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful you will have to understand what you are a steward of. Are you with me? If somebody, like I was talking to a gentleman yesterday and he was telling me a friend abroad um, went to Iraq okay, to fight. He's in the U.S. Army. And when they came back, because he didn't die, he got a lot of money. And um, he wanted to come and buy a house in Guyana. So he looked around for him and he got a, a house worth $50 million. And the guy was willing to pay it cash. You'll be there. <laughs> Believe it or not, you'll be there. <laughs> if, if it can happen to somebody, it can also happen to you. Oh, yes. <laughs> and that is, that is how, that is what it is. If we can be faithful, if we are going to be faithful, we have to understand what God has entrusted into our hands. Moreover, it is regarding his two of Loyalty, loyalty is what? The lessons of loyalty. And we say it, and the people say, you are controlling them and all of that. No, you, you have to understand why you need to be loyal. And the Bible says that we are people who are ministers of Christ. That's why at the camp, when I started, I was saying that you have to come to the point where your church life feeds you. Because you do cosmetology for six weeks and it feeds you. You come to the church for 10 years, it doesn't do anything for you. Somebody got to be crazy. Think about it. Six weeks. You can paint Guyana flag on people's toenails. <laughs> and then they tell their friends about you. And when Mashaman is coming, you line up. Washing people's feet like you are Jesus and his disciples. <laughs> Six weeks. What did you study? I'm a cosmetologist. <laughs> And then they sit by a, a, some roadside somewhere and they have some machine. They are washing people's feet. They're cleaning their whatever. And it is taking care of them. And then you see somebody likes them, wants to marry them. So what does your wife do? She's a cosmetologist. Six weeks course. 
This guy, this guy's name. Can this reflection? You, you know what? You, you, man. <laughs> but I was telling the church, you come to church for 10 years and the church does not feed you. The, the, the 10-year knowledge is not able. It, something is wrong. And it's not that it's not possible. I, I, I'm, I'm a product of that. I'm where I am because of the number of years and the number of things I have learned, I've acquired, I've come to understand in the kingdom. That is what is sustaining me now. So there's a question mark as to if you really understand what you are into, what you are being exposed to. And, and that's why it even requires loyalty because if what you are in can really sort you out in life, like I was sharing with some people, I've always wanted a, a school, lighthouse mission school. I've always wanted a school. I have, I have wild teachers in my church. But they prefer to wake up and go and work for Ministry of Education. Then you, then you ask yourself, your life has not become better because you have not been able to appreciate the fact that the church can have a school and that the school can look after you our children will have a safe environment, a controlled environment, and then you'll be blessed at the end of it all. That, that is why you have to understand that the apostle is saying that the New Living Translation of the Bible in basic English says, let us be judged as. And so I pose a question, when your time is gone, when you pass the stage of this life, after 80 years, 90 years, 75 years, and you are gone, what would you be known as? As a cosmetologist? What would you be known as? The apostle said, I want to be judged as somebody who was a servant of Christ and somebody who was responsible for the secret things of God responsible for speaking to people, praying for people and then they leave their bodies and they go to hell and come back you can't learn anything in any school show me the school, I will go the secret of how people can have experiences and encounters through a man of God. And this requires faithfulness. It requires the, 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 the trait or the character of being consistent and constant. Because riches are not forever. Neither is the anointing also forever. Neither is your salvation also, if you want to look at it, it's also not forever. There's nothing that you get in this life that if you are not faithful, you can keep it. In fact, the Bible says, it is those that who shall endure to the end. They are the ones who will be saved. Because salvation is no salvation if you lose it at the end of the day. And so everybody here, no matter who you think you are, you have something. There's a reason why you're here. And that demands... Many people don't understand. People think we go to church and we are out. We go to church and we are out. But think about it. If this was a school, why are you not graduating? How long do you want to go to school for? Or you need some oil on your head. People go to school four years and they graduate with a diploma, with a degree, with this. You have been to church. You never graduate with anything. Even the... Uh, Ministry of Education's policy of no child left behind. You, you, we don't leave you behind. You're still not going anywhere. <laughs> Am I saying something to you? And so, you are here for a purpose and for a reason. I believe that it's a great privilege to be, where I'm, to be standing where I'm standing. And it calls for God to look back at me 10 years from now and see that I am doing the same thing that he called me to do. 
in the place where he has called me to be. It's very important. And so to be, to be found faithful or to be able to consistently pursue what God has given to us, we're looking at some laws. And I think the first law we, we looked at was what? The head of an eye. The head of an organization must be what? Loyal to the subordinates. Okay, number two. Loyalty has a single eye. Mr. Charlene, are you there? Loyalty has a single eye. If you don't understand, you should watch. We spoke about seeing and hearing, isn't it? Many people, they see, but they, 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 they see, but they can't see. Or they see, they don't see. Loyalty has a single eye. It means that that which you choose or you decide to do, you do it until you are no more. You will not be going around and, you know, say, this meeting, you are here. These people call you, you are here. Then you leave your meeting, then you go. Say, I'm going here. Some of you are in churches. I don't, I don't understand how you can be in one church and you'll be a godmother in another church. Yeah. So, so some of you have those lifestyles. And some, uh, I am a friend of mine. Is he a Christian India child today? I am the godmother. Then the church where God has placed you is because you don't understand it. The church where God has placed you where every Sunday morning he's looking out to see whether you are there. You are leaving the church to go and be some mother that is no God. And sometimes some people, sometimes some people, they will leave the role they play in church to go and do that. One day, my praise and worship leader in Amsterdam, she went to some program like that, some christening or something. She went to the church. Then, the pastor asked, oh, all those who are here for the first time, please stand. They all stood and then he invited them to the front. And he prayed for them. He was laying his hands. He got to my praise and worship leader who absconded praise and worship that Sunday to attend uh, something that she, I don't know whether she was even the godmother or she was just connected to the godmother or some kingdom of God, something I don't even remember why she <laughs> then the pastor started praying for her and casting devils she said she was so surprised that to go to a church for the first time the pastor will be casting devils out of you I said it is good for you it is good for you <laughs> when you are in my, my place here, you're on stage moving around and shouting around like a hero or heroine. They go somewhere, they are casting out devils from you. Then you feel embarrassed now. You should go there every Sunday and let them cast out devils from you. Because you, you, you don't have a single eye. It has not been clear that this is your path. Because you trust what God has given to you to the extent that you are not going to share it. You are not going to open it up. There's no negotiation when it comes to what God has given to you to fulfill. Some of you, all that God wants from you is to see you here every Sunday. That's all he expects from you. Can you do it? Can you do it? One of my pastors was complaining to me about one of his main guys. He travels just like that. If you call him on Tuesday, you'll be surprised. He'll tell you, I'm in this country. So, oh, I just saw you. I just met you Sunday. We're in church. So, oh, uh, uh, uh. so that day he was complaining to me. He said, he said, Bishop, can you believe the guy, Basenta meeting, he's leaving it too. He's gone to another country to do something. I said, wow. Then as I sat down, then I realized that he also went on vacation and missed a Sunday. Then I remembered 
how to develop devoted members. But the first point is that every devoted, <laughs> if you are looking for devoted members, the pastor must be a devoted person himself. So when you begin to miss days that you are not preaching because you are going on holiday, then people also think that it's okay to go on holiday and miss Sundays. Yeah. The Sunday I'm not here. I have traveled for something else. I don't, know, I don't know anybody who can tell me that as I've been here all these years that my ministry, I joke with it. That this Sunday morning, I'm lying down in the house. I came from camp. I'm tired. You are tired. I'm not tired. <laughs> I'm not tired. I'm not tired. I'm not tired. I'm not tired at all. You can see it. <laughs> I'm not tired at all. Your eye, man, if you are going to please God, if you are going to show God that what he has given to you and that you are doing, that you love it, you appreciate it, and you cherish it, that your eye must be single. You see, that's why he told Hosea to go and get a prostitute. He wanted Hosea to feel, to, to experience a feeling of believing in somebody and the person doesn't believe in you, but they believe in, they believe in somebody else also. You see, humanity is such hypocritical. That's why a lot of things God will not even think about. Because when you marry, you never want your husband or your wife to, to be with anybody else apart from you. You a human being, use fat, use poop, use dribble, you mouth a stink. You want somebody to be devoted to you for the rest of their lives. You! You! And when it comes to God, God can't be the only person in your life every Sunday. Okay, how, how hypocritical we are. You marry and make the mistake and give a blow. You, you, have, you have finished. I don't know who came up with that doctrine. That's why the things that we are so tight about, God looks at that and he just laughs and look at them. Look, look at them. That's what the Bible says. That what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination to God because we are so hypocritical. You with all your shortcomings, I should be with you for the rest of my life. Now when it comes to God, uh, I, I couldn't make it this Sunday, sweetie. Sweetie God, I couldn't make it this Sunday. Yeah, I know you understand. Do that to your wife and see. Do that to your husband and see. Let's not talk about husband and wife. Let's do that, do that to your boyfriend. Your fella. You black up your eye and bruise up your knee. Bigo, some big one telling me here, sir. That's why we are here. So you should you should feel bad when you when you disappoint God, when you are not consistent, when you are not trustworthy. That the church cannot depend on you. God cannot depend on you. You come as you feel. You do it as you feel. Everything, you have, to, you have to negotiate. You have to talk. You have to massage you, manicure you, pedicure you before. It, 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 when you are like that, you are not consistent. No, no, you have, to, you have to understand what I'm talking about. Sometimes you can be so morally correct that we may be so uh, uh, religiously wrong. <laughs> God will never put Rahab in the list of the heroes of faith. That's why you are not God. I'm glad you are not God. <laughs> As I mean, you either love me or you hate me. That's what it is. I said it, right? The Bible says Jesus was going to be the rise and fall of many. He's either your rise or he's going to be your fall. That's how it is. 
Is somebody listening to me? So, I don't, I will not understand why Brother Sherwin will miss a Sunday. I, I don't know why he will miss a Sunday. For what? For who? For which reason? I mean, for all the excitement and the joy he brings. I mean, he's going to another level now. <laughs> another level. Skip people? No, I'm not skip people. <laughs> he's perfect. <laughs> you skimmer. <laughs> Now with a Sunday morning and a huge message, he said, Bishop, um, Bishop, you know, I don't miss Sundays. Okay, so don't continue the story. Don't continue the story. <laughs> Stop right there. <laughs> you know, this, this is my boss man. You know, he, <laughs> he, 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 what, he celebrated a 55th wedding anniversary in the church. And invited all the workers, you know, you know, Bishop. So, and the service is eight o'clock. So I, I'll miss singing stars won't sing, and I'm sure you'll find somebody to do praise and worship. As for somebody we can find, though, but it is what about the God who placed you where He placed you? Acts chapter twenty verse twenty-eight. That's my and Ines' favorite scripture. Take heed to yourself and second to the flock over the which Bishop Collins has made you a leader the Holy Ghost has made you it's it's the Holy Ghost he said to feed the church of God how can I leave a church that I'm supposed to feed now we meet basically only Sundays during the week, it's different small, small, small meetings all over the place. So, my, my relationship with you has become a Sunday morning kind of thing. How can I miss two, three Sundays and I'm just there doing nothing? So I'm on holiday. For this 19 years, I've never been on holiday before. After give thyself holy, we had two weeks break. <laughs> But it's like, you don't even know whether I have a break. It was when I was going to Ghana, and the Lord said, you know, I should, I should this, this business here, I, I should be here every morning with the boys. It was on my way to Ghana. So when I came back, you can ask them, I'll be here with them. Every day, every day, every day. Because I know, I, I trust Andre, I trust Talman, so I call them, what's happening, this, that, that. This, that, 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 and then we, you know, and then we, we, we flow, right? But he said, I want you to be there on site. On site. On site. <laughs> on site. On site. So, where, where's the holiday? Where's the vacation? People who have holiday, they've gone on holiday. <laughs> We are still here. Burning the oil for 19 years. Because I have been made an overseer and I'm supposed to feed. I'm not feeding Sister Marilyn. I'm not feeding Kalisha Hackett from the big yard. That's not what it is. I'm not feeding you or whatever you come with. I am feeding the church of God. The church of God. The church of God. It's not Ayodeli who is give goodness now and then. If I look at it like that, I will not be faithful. Are you, are you following me? It's not Slade. 
É multimilhão de dólar mais. <risos> And you know all the things that goes on among church, church world, church family. If you are going to zero in on that, you will stop doing what you are doing. But the Bible says that what we are doing, we are dealing with the church of God. It's like government property, which we don't respect. <laughs> Once it's government property, it's a... let me take the bleach room, go and wash the toilet. <laughs> yeah, we are all government. We pay tax. <laughs> they overtax us. So this is my way of, of, of getting back from what the devil has stolen out from me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go, go. Luke is trying to help us to understand that what we are doing. We are dealing with the church of God. What you are doing, you are singing in the church of God. You are not singing in Good Shepherd Church. Don't think about that. If you think about that, you will always fall short in your loyalty towards God. Because as long as you are working for a man who sometimes is disgusting, sometimes you know makes you feel you you will fall short in your loyalty to the man. Because we, we have issues, we have things. We are not all that. So if you look at it, you fall short. So the writer of Acts said, it is the church of God. As if it wasn't enough. He says, which he had to die for. He purchased the people, the church. What you are doing in a church, it is because he gave his blood as a price. He paid for whatever is in existence with his blood. That is why you have the place where you have and what you're doing what you're doing. So it's the church of God. And he says he bought the church with his blood. Have you ever been given charge or been given responsibility over something that somebody bought with his blood? Have you seen some before? Have you seen some before? Maybe next to it is when, when, when you are taking care of somebody's child. Maybe that, that, but but it's, not, it's not that one is life. This one, he bought the thing with his blood. Then, some friend invites you somewhere, you say, I'm not coming to church. Because of, you are leaving the, 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 the thing that has been bought with, a, not somebody's blood, with Jesus' blood. Even this Kofi guy who fought against the white people, we want to remember him all the time. We put his ugly face right there on Brigham. It's a national something. 1763. Orango. 1763 Orango town. <laughs> yeah. As a symbol of freedom. You'll never forget. And then Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, his church. You sweep the church and you don't come and sweep. You think it's good shepherd church. You sing and you don't want to sing. You dance and you don't want to dance. You preach and you don't want to preach. It is the church of Jesus Christ you are dealing with in that manner, you know. And this is why Paul said that we want to be judged as real and true servants of Christ who were given mysteries to handle. And because of that, it is a requirement that you are faithful. It's a requirement. You can't be given such a responsibility and then you just behave anyhow. Those who have done security work before, let your boss man come and see you sleeping. <laughs> Goldie, you should go and see Goldie. He, he, he walks around, he can't sleep. <laughs> yeah, 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 he can't sleep. Let something happen at the business place. And it was because you were not vigilant. Conrad, are you there? Yeah. Security. You are in charge of something. And then 
you slept for five minutes and something bad happened. Hey! So that is why we need to be consistent. That's why we need to be loyal to God for where he has brought us and how far he has brought us. I remember King David. He went to count the people of Israel. And um, God was very angry with him. So he, he asked him, he, he sent a, a prophet to him and he said, um, you want to punish him, you want to discipline him. He has two things. He has to choose from the punishment. God is a good God. He, chooses, he gives you options in your punishment. <laughs> Imagine says he tell you, life imprisonment. He says, number one, I can punish you or I can let your enemies defeat you for as long as I want. (laughs) You know what David said? David said, I prefer you. I want you to deal with me. Because I know that you are a merciful God. <laughs> yeah. A merciful God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's when he started, God started killing people in Israel. He started killing people. He started killing. He started the people in Israel. They were dying like that. He said, I want you. Because you know, man always forgives, but they don't forget. People say it. Uh, Bishop, I can forgive, but I won't forget. Like, I can't forget. I can't forgive, but I can't forget. Human beings, you better don't fall in the hand of a human being. God, he says, I have blotted out your transgressions. Your iniquities, I will remember no more. And then you don't want to be faithful to him? It's up to you. One point and we close. The root of disloyalty is pride. It is when you feel that you have something to contribute or you have a part to play in your destiny and that you have something to say or you have a right to do something. That, 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 that is when contention comes in and that's when unfaithfulness comes in. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 10. Only by pride. Only by pride. Are we there? Is it Jessica? Are you sleeping? Are you still at camp? No, camp people sleep. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 10. Now, even the Proverbs of the 13, there's something very interesting about uh, the, the, um, the meaning, the Greek or the Hebrew, of only by pride comes contention. Now, how Is it possible that when God tells you something, that you, you have something to also tell him back? It's not because you think that you have something to say, that you have a good opinion, that hey, God, what you are saying is not entirely the case. That's, that's pride. When you look at contention, okay, contention, the Hebrew word is masa. Masa. M-A-S-A. And it reminds me of what we say in Ghana, masa. You call your boss, you call him masa. It means that masa is somebody who is up there. So the word contention in the Hebrew is masa. It means a quarrel. Or much more perfect it means debate. I like the word debate. What is debate? 
bring your mind, I bring my mind. Say, I also say. So when you are talking to a church member who thinks that they also have something to say back to you, that's pride. I have a case with you. I'm trying to talk to you. This is Oba Bishop. We are in Parliament. Parliament. We are debating about Jombi Bed Road. Whether we should do Jombi Bed or we should do Puma or Cheetah. <laughs> or oh, we should put Kanje Fessant there. Fountain or no fountain? One Guyana or two Guyana? <laughs> when you have something to say about it, that it is because you see yourself at a, at a, at a place where you too, your opinion counts. That's what the Bible says. That is what brings arguments. It is thinking that you are somebody. You see, I think, I think the Bible says that, it's, it's, I don't think it's a, it's, it's a, it's a proverb, it's a, it's, a, it's a Bible. It says, if a man thinketh that he's something and he's not, he, de- he deceives himself. Now, it is the order of the day for people to talk back to you, whether you are big or elderly, or bishop, or whatever. Once you talk, I got to talk back. That is, that, you see, that is the reason why many, many of you are struggling with your Christianity because you argue with God about the life that is not right. You don't want to put it aside. You, you, you think that you have a right to the life. You don't see what the Bible says it is. I mean, how, how can you discuss whether you should leave your boyfriend or not. What kind of discussion is that? How can you discuss if you should leave your girlfriend or not? Since when does sin become something we discuss? It is because you think that you have something. Because you think you you are somebody and that there's a justification to that foolishness. It's pride. And that's why you are contending, you are debating with God. Why don't you come to church every Sunday? Because you think you have a reason. God, God is not completely right to demand of you. You too, you have a life. You too, you have something to say. Otherwise, when, it's, when God says, come to church, forsake not the assembly of yourself together. We talked about assembly at a camp. Is that de- the devil doesn't want us to come together because power is released in assembly. That's why you struggle to come. He wants you to miss the power that is revealed in the church all the time. But because we are proud, we don't listen. And therefore, the, the, the devil also wins. Because many people who say they are Christians, they will argue why they can't be in church on a Sunday. And the question is, who are you to argue with the word of God? Is it not pride? When the Bible says, he knows the, the number of hair you have on your head. Can you count the number of hair on your head? Even including your wig, he knows how many where you are there. <laughs> including your wig. And some of you, the front is real, the back is not real. He knows the quantity. You are deceiving us. It's not that long ago. It is not that long at all. <laughs> that, this is the right length. It's like that. It's, it's four inches. <laughs> when, you, when we see you in the house, we'll black out like that. Oh, who is that? <laughs> David, are you there? You give me a thumbs up? <laughs> Not really. That's debate. Massa, that's a Hebrew for contention. It means debate. It means say your mind, I also say my mind. You have to come to church every Sunday. 
Oh, uh, Bishop, I have a, a, a job that requires me to work on Sunday. It's debate. It means that you cannot be faithful with that attitude. Because you, you will not receive it. It will not be an instruction or a command. It will be a discussion with, without end. What prevents you from being faithful is your pride. It's what you think is justifiable in your life. It's pride. Because you don't know who you are standing, whose presence you are standing. You are standing in the presence of God Almighty. Who says, come. He says, God, I know, I know what come means, but this time I can't come. Debate. You see people debating in parliament. They even, they even fight. Go to the Japanese uh, uh, parliament. You see people coughing each other. They're hopeless. <laughs> Shemiba. <laughs> <laughs> Why are people proud? Let me give you those points. Here. Ooh. Somebody said we should put air conditioning here. No problem. We'll be there. <laughs> Once you pay the bill, we'll be there. <laughs> so if you want to come without breaking a sweat, the chest. Ah, hey, you. <laughs> Why are people proud? Because sometimes people think that um, they have money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some people are proud because they have money. It's true. Some people are proud because they have a status. They have a setting, you know, in a society. Say, you, you know with me? I'm the first lady. Yeah. I'm the bishop's wife. Don't you want, I'm Reverend Lee's wife. Yeah. I'm, I'm Brother Sherwin's wife. Yeah. You don't know me? The, oh, a popular showboy, almighty showboy. Ice, ice, he wife. You don't know me? How long have you been in this church? You don't know me. Yeah, you just come? Oh, you're part of the singing stars? Really? I don't know you. When did you join? I see. You know me? I is the leader's wife. <laughs> you know who is me? <laughs> yeah. People are proud because they are educated. Because they are educated. It is beyond my reasoning to be coming to church every Sunday. There are some Sundays I need to sit on my balcony and drink coconut water. I don't have to come to church every Sunday to go to heaven. I, 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 it beats my intelligence. The mistake is that you went to school. That's a mistake. <laughs> then there's a type of pride. There's, there's no reason. It is called idiopathic pride. You are not beautiful. Your hair is so short. <laughs> you didn't go to school. You don't have money. You live in a ghetto. There's nothing nice. There's nothing. But you are proud. At least if you are beautiful. So look at you. She thinks she's beautiful. That's why. But you, the beauty, when God was sharing, you were not there. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you are, a very, you are a very bad student. That's why when, when you sit in class, you're always going to the washroom, washroom. When God was giving beauty, you went to the washroom. <laughs> yeah. The beauty finished. When you came back, the beauty is finished. <laughs> yeah, when God was fixing your hair. He said, Lord, Lord, hold on, I come in. When he came back, the hair, the shortness, that's it, it's finished. <laughs> you use all kinds of cream, it will never come up. <laughs> right, write this down. Symptoms of pride. Number one, answering back. Number two, 
general rudeness. Number three, refusing to come when called. Number four, feeling indispensable. You want to know when somebody's proud? When they answer back. Can you man, watch them boys, man. Yeah, man, 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 man. I should stay right here. <laughs> Yeah. Answer it back. It's a sign of pride. Because there's something you think you have that shouldn't make you keep quiet. And those who keep quiet, they keep quiet with their face. Yeah. <laughs> there are some wives, their, their, face is, their face is worse than if they had spoken. <laughs> If I, if I say something, he'll go and preach and say, I answer him back. Me say nothing. Me say nothing. Me say nothing. But when you see the face, it's better she, she, she had said something. You think we don't know you? We know all of you. <laughs> the face is more painful than the answering back. <laughs> hey. uh-huh. You gotta put on dark shades. Yeah, so we don't see your face. So if you want to know whether you are proud or not, check if you answer back. Number two, general rudeness. At the camp, I asked the wives, I asked the husbands if the, the, the wives give no rudeness. And then they say, Oh, that one is normal for every Guyanese woman. Yes, you give rudeness. It's a Paulette. You give rudeness? Yeah. <laughs> she says no. She does that at that, right? And she's being Creolese. Creolese pastor is not here. Josh is not here to interpret for me. I hear every guy in this woman is give rudeness, including Sister Waveney. Yeah. It's true, right, Sister Waveney? Yeah. You used to give, used to give Mr. Mr. Doris rudeness, no? Yes, Mr. Shop. You thought me, I can't see me out. That's a ski woman. That's a ski woman. That's a ski woman. (laughs) Yes, straight up, honest, and done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honest woman. It's when he calls you, she calls you back. (laughs) Andre, if he calls you back, don't worry. You should understand. You are married to a guy. He's an old man. <laughs> From the scheme. The red range. You can, Pinky, stand up. You can imagine Pinky. A red woman with the glasses. Oh, she will cost you up. You will cost you up. He said, what? I saw a nice red woman in the church, man, with long hair. What was tall? Mm. Bye. You don't know what you're looking at. It's <laughs> 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 a cause bird. You are preaching. Yeah. Yeah. I love Sister Waveney, I tell you. I love Sister Waveney. Yeah. General rudeness. Sister Charlene. You're waving like the Queen Queen Elizabeth. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) She raised her finger before she cuts you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he said. <laughs> can can I cuss you? Can I <laughs> education? Can I cuss you? Can I cuss? <laughs> Number three, refusing to come when you are called. I call one of my pastors. I said, you should call me back. He has not called me back up, up to now. Because he was working there. Mm-hmm. 
Number four, feeling indispensable. Feeling like we can't do without you. God will remove you, right? You'll be sitting on the chair and then you have been removed. Feeling indispensable. You can ask Cora. Yeah. Because of time, I don't want to go into all of that. Let's get a point. Mocking and laughing at uh, what? Mocking and laughing at leaders. Mocking and laughing at leaders. Yeah. The next one is feeling that you are as good as your senior. Yeah. That's what women are today. Wives are today. They are as good as their husbands. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. 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 Now, women, women are as good as men now. Tasha, is it not so? Women are as good as men. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They also want to go to war and shoot people and kill people. They should go. All of them should go. We should bring back all the men and the women should just take over the army. Let them kill all of them. <laughs> I mean, some way about to shoot a woman, isn't it? I mean, if you shoot a woman, it's some. But now they want to be shot at. Because whatever man we also are there. Yeah. Thinking, feeling that you are as good as your senior. It's pride. He lucky I married, I married he. Is it come on? It's come on. He lucky I married he. Really? It's, it's a sympathy marriage. Thank you. <laughs> it's a sympathy marriage. It's like I, feel, I feel sorry for you. That's why I said yes, man. You are not my type. I feel sorry for you. Yeah, yeah. You're lucky I, I married you. Wow. Yeah, no. I was talking to a man before I met you, a man in America. He, he, he wanted to do everything for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the man lied to you, you know. <laughs> yeah. And finally, constant criticism. Constant criticism. Constant Criticism. Constant. You become a critic. Guyanese critic. Where's Makai? Hey, you, you, my friend. Where am I? Me seeing a long time. Okay, now. Everything all right? Everything all right, mate? Okay. Constant. Criticism. All right, let's go. Tomorrow is school. Stand to your feet, please. <laughs> we'll revise next week by the grace of God. <laughs> yeah. Father, thank you for your word. Heal us from pride. Because we want to be faithful. We want to be good followers and hard followers. We want to follow the right thing until the end. We, 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 have, we believe we have made the right decision to choose you and to give our lives and hand over our lives to you and, and to walk with you and, and to follow you and to serve you. This is the best decision we have ever made in our life. But to be the same over a period of time, we need help. You've taught us that it takes pride to move away from being consistent and being constant. Heal us. And as Simon said, heal my heart. Heal my heart. And check my heart and search my heart. If there's anything hidden, take it out. So I'll be humble all my days before you. Humble us. It may be painful to humble us. Lord, humble us so we, won't, we don't miss our mark. And 
even find ourselves unfaithful at the end of our journey. Blessed be your name, O oh God. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. You are here this afternoon. You are not saved. You are not born again. Bishop, please pray for me. I want to give my heart to Jesus. If you are here like that, I want to pray with you. While every eye is closed, every head is bowed. You want to lift up your right hand and say, Bishop, please pray for me. I'm a sinner. I believe in the Apostles' Creed. I want to give my heart to God. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Creator of heaven and earth. And in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate. I believe in Jesus Christ. You are here like that. Just your right hand. So I'll pray with you. I want to be born again. I want to give my heart to Jesus. Your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you lifted up your hand, why don't you come to me? I see some two young men, young boys. You lifted up your hand. Come. Let me pray with you. Come. the Father's arms Oh, for them. What's your name? David? And what's your name? Huh? Valo. Valo? What kind of name is that? How do you spell it? Something. Va- Va- Valo? Am I hearing it well? Maybe sometimes it's Ask him. Ovalo. Ovalo. Is your friend? Okay. Where are you from? Wallach? Where? East. Back circle. Or front circle? Where? Back circle. East? You're from East. Ovalo. You are from East as well. Who invited you? Lorenzo invited you. You too? Who invited you? You look, you look like you're hungry already. You hungry? You all right? You want some water? You're good. Water is okay. You want some water? Okay. Sir, and I will give you water. All right? Beautiful. How old are you? Seventeen. Ah, oh, you speak English. Yeah. <laughs> and how old are you? You're eighteen. Yeah, you look more yeah, like, you know, your earrings are your, you look more uh, uh, East, East Ramville by, uh, you know, from East. <laughs> Lift up your two hands. Lift it up there. Yeah. And pray this prayer after me. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ he is Lord he lived he died he was buried and on the third day he rose from the dead I believe in Jesus I surrender to Jesus I open my heart and I invite Jesus come and take control of my life I believe by this prayer I am born again I have been saved my life has changed my name is in the book of life I can call myself a child of God thank you father for saving my soul in Jesus name Amen father I commit David and Ovalo into your hands into your able, capable, more than capable hands. Let your mighty hand rest upon their lives. All the days that you have given to them here on earth to work with you and to live for you. In Jesus' name, Amen. For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592 691 53 
or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. God richly bless you.